What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. This is Marilyn Mitchell, and I'm the Women's Ministry Director at New Vision's Buchanan Campus. And today we are continuing our journey through the book of John in chapter 11, starting in verse 28 through 36. I'll be reading today from the English Standard Version, and it says this, When she had said this, she went and called her sister Mary, saying in private, The teacher is here and is calling for you. And when she heard it, she rose quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet come into the village, but was still in the place where Martha had met him. When the Jews who were in the house, consoling her, saw Mary rise quickly and go out, they followed her, supposing that she was going to the tomb to weep there. Now when Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who had come with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in his spirit and greatly troubled. And he said, Where have you laid him? And they said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. So the Jews said, See how he loved him? Oh, this passage, y'all, it is so transformational in my life, and, and that's not an exaggeration. Um, the understanding that Jesus himself, our Savior, our perfect, perfect standard, wept and grieved and was deeply moved and greatly troubled. Um, It it gives me a a peace that I can't even really find words for. And there's so many things I want to, you know, point out here. So the first thing is really this. Of course, when she had said this, meaning Martha, She went and called her sister Mary, took her aside and said, listen, the teacher's here and is calling for you. Um, This is precious to me because Jesus could have come to her. Um, I'm not sure really why he didn't, but but he called for her. He knew where she was. And I I don't know if you have ever um, experienced this kind of grief. If if not, it's coming because that's the world we live in. But if you have, you know what it's like to be deeply grieving the loss of someone very close to you. And Sometimes we can feel so incredibly alone in those moments that no one could possibly understand all the nuances of how we feel and what we're dealing with. Um, and, and even though we know that the Lord cares, even though we know that he is near to the brokenhearted, there is something to me that's so precious about this reminder that yes, he is there and he's calling for her. He's calling for Mary. He wants to see her. He's not shying away from this grief and this agony that she's feeling. And I want you to know that our Lord will never turn his eyes and face from your grief and from your sorrow and from your questions. No, he he's, he says, come, come to me and let's talk about this. Let's Let me be the one to comfort you. And when she heard that, she rose quickly and went to him. And so um, she went to the place that Martha had been there. And the Jews that had been consoling her went along as well. So we have quite a crowd here. And you know how that is as well. Sometimes there is a crowd that's grieving. Um, sometimes there isn't. But but either way, um, she did have those who were trying to console her. And so they went with her. And so as soon as Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet. And again, if you have ever walked through a season of loss 
Maybe you've done it many times. I don't know about you, but there's always this moment for me when you're standing in the receiving line at the funeral home or you're somewhere like that, that there's a certain person that you have such a deep connection with that when they, you may have held it together, right? But when they walk in the room, man, it's over. (laughs) You lose it because you feel seen and known and heard by that person in a way that's different than just everyone else, right? And I can just feel the emotion and the passion of the desperation that Mary is feeling here. She ran to him and when she saw him, I can just envision how deep that emotion must have been that here he is, this one who knows. And so she asks a very legitimate question to this very powerful Jesus who has done so many miracles. She's like, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. And of course, she's not asking a direct question, but she is. She's acknowledging that If you'd been here, this wouldn't have happened. So kind of the implied question is, where were you? Why did you let this happen? And when Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come with her also weeping, this passage, so, so special. Hear what happened here. He was deeply moved in his spirit and greatly troubled. And he said, where have you laid him? And they said to him, Lord, come and see. And Jesus wept. This frees me up in so many ways because I have for a very long time, actually kind of started in 2017, we've just had a domino of tragic and hard and painful circumstances with loss and disease and and surgeries and all the things in our family. It's been kind of a nonstop um, onslaught of so many things. And I really have struggled to find the balance between what I have for a long time cultivated, which is a a heart and a life and a attitude of gratitude. I'm constantly thanking the Lord for the many blessings. I'm constantly aware of how blessed and how good is our God, right? Um, And so then when I entered into this season of such deep pain, such deep sorrow, such deep grief, I really had a hard time finding my footing because I, I believed the lie that to grieve as deeply as I felt I wanted to grieve, it somehow would negate that I believed that God was good and that I am thankful and believe that he only does good and for my good. Um, and so I struggled to be able to reconcile those two things. And these verses also paired with um, the garden shortly before the cross just brought me so much peace and so much comfort that Jesus himself, the perfect God-man, was deeply moved in his spirit and greatly troubled and wept. He cried. And then in the garden, we know how deep was his agony, how deep was his pain. And that just frees me up so much to know that we are allowed to have this deep pain. We are allowed to have this deep grief and it can coexist with a great gratitude and thankfulness and belief that God is good and that he will redeem all things. Those things can coexist. And these verses really give me peace in that. I think it's fascinating how God always uses, Jesus uses in these um, passages, these questions that we know he already knows the answers to, right? But it's it's interesting how he's he's wanting to see the response. He's 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 letting the people that he's ministering to guide their interaction. And he does the same with us. He lets us bring our questions and he has questions for us. 
He says, where are you? Where have you laid him in this particular case? And they said, Lord, come and see. Clearly God in his divine nature through his son Jesus could have been aware of exactly where um, he was laid, but, but he allowed them to lead him to that place, allowed them to participate in what was about to be something really wonderful. But in this moment, they just couldn't see it. In this moment, there was simply grief and Jesus was right there in that grief with them. He didn't brush it off. He didn't, he didn't bow up and say, ah, wait till you see what I'm going to do, you know? No, he understood the intense grief that they were going through and he was moved, so deeply moved in his spirit. And I think this is twofold. He loves these people just as he loves us, but he had a super special friendship during his human experience with these folks. So clearly he was, he was sad that they were sad, but I do think there's a much bigger, um, picture here in that death is a result of sin and sin was not in the plan of God. And so just seeing firsthand the ravaging effects of death and how it affects the people around us and how um, the grief that it causes. It, it, Jesus is grieved by this. He's grieved by what has had to happen to his his people and his children that wasn't intended. And that's why we have such victory that death has been defeated. Yes, we're going to go through it. Literally everyone we know, and ourselves included, short of the Lord coming back, which let's hope he does, but we will all die. That's that's a reality that we live with. This physical body will die, but there is a eternal spirit within us created by God, which will live on. And so it's so important that we understand and that we are um, saved, that we know where our eternity is going to be. Because death is so difficult. It's such a challenge. It's such a grief. But we have hope. We have hope of a future. We have hope of redemption. We have hope of being reunited with God and his children on the other side. And so um, as we look at these verses today, I just pray that if you are in a season of deep grief, I feel you. I'm here with you. But way more than that, God is with us. He will not leave us or forsake us. And he himself, through the person of Jesus, wept. He grieved and we're allowed to do that. We are allowed to say, Lord, it doesn't feel like you are here in this moment. If you had been here, if you had cared, this might not have happened. But we can trust that that's not true. And while the next few verses in our life may not be a resurrection story, we know that that resurrection is coming. It's coming. And so he will come again and we can be sure of that. So friend, whatever is dead in your life or dying, I just pray that you give it to the Savior. I pray that you give it to him and trust him that on the other side, he can redeem all things. He has redeemed all things with his blood on the cross. All we have to do is simply believe and confess and accept that. And so I just pray that that will comfort you today if you're in a season of grief. And if you're not, then there are people around you that are barely holding it together. And allowing them the space to grieve, not moving away from their discomfort is the greatest gift you can give them. Martha says, the teacher is here and he's calling for you. Sometimes we need people with flesh on to be that person that reminds us the teacher is calling for us in these seasons of grief. So whether you're the griever or you're the caregiver or the supporter, please just consider that Jesus himself wept. And it was okay. It was more than okay. He's perfect. And so um, he loves us. He loved them. And whatever comes next, we can trust him with it. I hope you'll join us as we continue through the next chapters of John and see what the Lord has for us. 
be blessed. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.